Welcome to Dynamic Thriving Podcast. I am your host, Marianne Pack, spiritual guide into all things life transformational. And I am so happy that you have joined us because we have a very dear guest, uh, a friend of mine and colleague, uh, Lori Raggio. Welcome, Lori. I am so happy you've joined us. Oh, thank you so much, Marianne. It's wonderful to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and she, her website is inspiregreatnesscoaching.com. Is that correct, Lori? Yes. Very good. So let's again set our intention as we do on all of our podcasts. And let's set our intention for this segment of our day to commit to being more authentically you as you're becoming more, because life always calls more from us. That's what puts eternity in the eternal, the mm -hmm. ever going moreness. We're always creating more and moving forward. And um, so be open to that. Be ready to, to claim that for your life and to move through that with your intention. So I wanna just jump right in and ask Lori, who is Lori Raggio and what good do you bring into the world? Yes, Marianne. I'm, I'm actually the founder and CEO of Inspire Greatness Coaching and Consulting. And that includes leadership coaching for women, um, organizational coaching for organizations, consulting around human capital management. And then I also do facilitation of transformational retreats. Mm. Don't we love retreats? Lori yeah. and I were in a coaching program with our dear mentor and coach, Darla yeah. Ledoux from Sourced Experience. And we have gotten to retreat together when that was a thing, when we got yes. to be in person. <laughs> so I am so looking forward to that happening again. So um, thank you, Lori, for leading these transformational retreats, because I know they are of great value to your clients. Yes. So you refer to yourself as um, the your Inspire Greatness coaching and consulting. So tell us just a little bit more about, um, I guess, about what even where you came up with that idea that 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 yeah. that title because a lot of times there's a story behind how we um, how we call our businesses the the yes. of our businesses. Yes. Well, I, I actually started this business about three years ago mm -hmm. and it was started after I was eliminated from a job, um, an HR um, leadership role that I had been in for about 16 years. And although that was really devastating at the time, it was the best thing that could happen to me now that I can look back. And it actually was a milestone within my spiritual journey because I had been talking about doing something different, about coaching, about starting my own business. And I guess I needed kind of a kick in the pants, <laughs> you know, to get started. And so as I was looking at what was it that I wanted to bring to the world, I believe very deeply that every single person has greatness. And sometimes that greatness is hidden or it just hasn't been unveiled yet, but everyone has greatness. And so one of the skills and the gifts that I have is that I'm able to help people fairly quickly to uncover what that is and to help them to bring it to the world. So I thought, well, what a better, you know, title for my company um, than to say, you know, inspiring the greatness of people that I work with. Absolutely. So thanks for that question, Marianne. Yeah, there's always those those little stories and some some of yeah. our, our company names are so intriguing to me. Um, because there's always a reason we name yes. our business. And and my business, my LLC is yes. vision greatness. So we're very <laughs> heart in heart with uh, our stories. Um, so our topic today is being 
and becoming a spiritual journey. Yes. So what, what does being and becoming mean to you? Because those two words are tossed around so much in the transformational uh, realm of coaching. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I, I never really hear people giving what they think it is, because I think yeah. there's, there's tendencies to tweak it a little bit different for every sure. So sure. what is your definition of being and becoming? Yeah. And before I, I say that, let me give you kind of a little backstory to that as well. So when I was looking for coaching programs, one of the things that was so important to me is that I'm a doer mm -hmm. and actually workaholic, <laughs> not right now, but it was in the past. And so I had plenty of skills at doing so when I was looking for a coaching program, I was looking for one that was really going to help me to focus on how I show up in the world, how I use my energy, how I interact with other people, how I attract certain people to me. And so for me, the being is that it's, it's how I show up. It's my energy level. It's my mindset. It's all of those things. And I believe that we are being and becoming at the same time. Mm -hmm. So we don't have to wait for a future time yes. to say, I'm going to become whatever it is that we want to be. So I see it like it's a continuum. We're working on being in the present and what we're wanting, what our desires, what our aspirations are, how we're becoming as we move through through life. So to me, it's a continuum. Um, and what, one of the things that I'm doing now is I'm in the process of finalizing a, a book chapter, one of the ladies power lunches um, anthologies. This will be my second one. And I'm titling it Being and Becoming a Spiritual Journey. And I've actually included a quote from the former first lady, um, Michelle Obama, that mm -hmm. came from her book. And she says, becoming isn't about arriving somewhere or achieving a certain aim. Mm -hmm. It's forward motion, a means of evolving, a way to reach continuously toward a better self. And so I, I really, I believe exactly what she says that it really is a it's a continuum and it's not a destination it's a journey i would so agree with that we're yeah. we're eternal beings yes we're eternal beings yes not eternal doings doers, <laughs> doers. i know exactly. yeah yeah um so yeah it's the it's living in that now living in that space where are you who are you being yes. as you're on the, like you said, the continuum to, yes. to the becoming. It's not like we have to wait. There's no yeah. end destination because we're eternal. There is no end. So right. I love that. I love that description that you gave us. Well, and Marianne, think about just if we were to think about where were we two years ago hmm. and how were we being so how are we showing up in the world and how that's different now? Right. Yeah. Does anything come to mind for you when you think about like the last couple of years? Yeah. I mean, there's definitely, I feel like improvements, you know, if I go back and read my journal, because I'm a big proponent of journaling Yeah. and you go back and look at some of your ideas and you go, mm -hmm wow, that was really a limiting belief yes. around something, you know, whatever it happened to be. And then thinking, but I don't feel that way now. Right. So getting right. to see the progress, the growth, the yes. becoming. Yes. And all along the way I was being. Yes. Yes. So I'm actually becoming. And now, you know, in two years, I'm going to look back at these journals and get to see the progress. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think for me, it's helpful for us to identify what helped us to get there as well. So like when I look back at two years, my mindset was more of fear, making decisions out of fear, 
more um, focused on lack versus trust versus abundance versus faith, you know? And so practices that I put into place to help me to get to that point is what has helped me on my spiritual journey. So it, you know, it's important to be able to identify what it is that we were doing to help us become. I like that too, because yeah, we do, because we have to recognize because we can be very forgetful people. I know I am. And then I go, Oh, I used to do this and now I forgot to do it. And as soon as I institute it again, it's like, Oh, well, there's a boost. Yes. Yes. that yeah. straightened me up a little bit and gave me yeah. a little more encouragement and joy. Yes, so absolutely. Yes, I love that you have us identify what are yeah. those things that actually created that in our lives. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Well, and one of the things that I've realized in, in writing this book chapter this time is, you know, I was thinking that my spiritual journey was really more for the last three years, but I look back And some of it actually started when I was 10 years old, when I was 12 years old. I mean, to me, it's almost been a four decade journey. Yes. (laughs) When I really look at it, you know? Oh, very much so. Because as a young woman, you know, being a very victim mindset, I was queen Mm. of complaining and didn't know really that I could have the peace and the well-being that Mm -hmm. I have today. Mm -hmm. So I created a very sick body because my body just was listening the whole time to all that negativity and just said, I can't do it. Right. Right. So, you know, now it's like, I feel so good most all of the time. Yes. At 62, that's pretty (laughs) darn good. You know, so, um, yeah, the yeah. becoming that that spiritual journey, all those things make yes. up who we are and who yes. we are becoming. You yeah. can't just shut off. Okay, well, I'm only going to go back 15 years. Right, right. Who we are, the whole thing created. Yes, yes. I love. Well, and I think the other thing is that it really, and in what you just mentioned too, it really, when you think about a spiritual journey, it has to involve mind, body, spirit, and soul, and work. All of those things are really part of, you know, designing practices so that we're as well as we can be in all of those areas. I love that. I love that. And I love how you said designing practices. Yes. It's not, it's not just, we're going to blow through life we're actually designing that life yeah so that's we're going to touch on more about that i do want you to um explain what you mean by a spiritual journey because Mm -hmm. you know you've told me before we've had other conversations and you said you want to demystify spirituality yes that spiritual side of us so just do that a little bit for us sure well i think to me, when you start to talk about spirituality with people, many times they think about it as religion. Yes. And I think that they're two separate things. They certainly can be connected, but they're really two separate things. And you don't have to have a particular religion to be a spiritual person. So to me, the spirituality is the acknowledgement and understanding and then embodiment of knowing that we're not alone, that we are a part of a bigger universe, part of, you know, something that's divine, whether people want to call that spirit or source or God or, you know, whatever. But the idea that we are radically connected to each other and to the environment, to the land, And so when we allow ourselves to realize that and to also believe that we will be taken care of if, you know, we are following practices that are good for us and good for others, then I think we have the opportunity to have an an amazing spiritual journey. Absolutely. 
you know? Yeah, that alignment with our spirit, with our inner being, I tend to call it inner being or, or yeah. source, you know, yes. doesn't, the labels do not matter. No, all. no. You know, no matter if, you know, I tend to call my God force source or source energy or spirit. Mm -hmm. So labels don't matter, folks. It's no, no. It's your heart. It's your intention. Where yes. are you going? What are you acknowledging? Is there a source higher than you outside of you, but mm -hmm. in you, you know, so it's, and that yeah. we're all connected. I, I love the oneness that you talk about mm. that we are one Yeah, because everything we do, everything on our being and becoming path, we are affecting yes. everyone around us. Yeah. Because I yeah. believe we're all uplifters, teachers, and healers in yes. our own rights. Yeah. Um, you know, you will always teach by the example of your life, whether yes. it's positive or negative, you're always teaching. You're always learning from others around you. Yeah. So yeah. One, you can't stop that. You can't, you know, well, I think once you have experiences and you, and you acknowledge them for what they are, then it's difficult to go back to a, to an older way of being. Yes. It's more challenging to go back. Mm -hmm. I mean, one of the things that I've noticed since I moved to um, Arizona in June is that this was where I needed to be. I mean, 15 years ago, I had a sense of, of being called here. Um, but once I was here, my intuition is so much stronger here. My connection to the land there's daily reminders to me that I'm a part of something so much bigger. Um, and I think as other people are getting more in tune with their intuition and their own spiritual journey, um, they will also be able to recognize that. And you just see things differently. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I definitely agree with that because yeah, it, it, you know, I can't even remember what it was like being that miserable back then. <laughs> you know, it's like you said, you really can't go back. And I don't believe we can energetically. I don't believe we can yeah. by who we have become. Yes. That is the old side of us, the old past that we've grown through. And now we're here. I don't feel energetically we can go back that way. Do you, do you think so? Well, I mean, I think that there's just part of being human is that we have emotions, oh, you know, sure, so I sure. mean, I think some of emotions might bring up, um, you know, a, a thought of, you know, fear again, or something like that. But I think that if we put certain practices into place, we can catch ourselves quickly yes. and put that fear into perspective. And you can get really creative about how to do that. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. So you bringing that up, like, I know that you are so good at teaching your clients to, you know, incorporate uh, spiritual practices. So mm -hmm. could you just give our audience an idea about some of the things that you suggest or that you do yourself? Sure. Yeah. That brought you to this place of understanding yeah. because yeah, our mess is our message. <laughs> what we've gone through. Yes. What we teach because we know how, how we came through it. And yes. as she said earlier, we identify those things that got us through or got us to move forward. When you do that, you end up teaching those things, whether it's just by the sheer fact that you're living them and people right. watch your life or you actually put them into a format like she has done and has created um, ways to help her clients do this. So yeah. please tell us a little bit more about how sure. to create spiritual practices. Yeah, I, I think for me, Marianne, um, I have a, a daily routine that involves meditation in the morning. Um, I many times use um Mike Dooley's um, Notes from the Universe, um, as well as Richard Rohr has a, a daily post that um, talks about various, you know, spiritual um, ideas. I definitely 
do exercise or some type of movement every day. That's mainly when I connect with source for me is being outside. Mm -hmm. Um, I take care of myself physically by healthy eating. Um, and I have a gratitude journal. Oh yeah. I, one of the things that I, I am including in my book chapter, which is kind of funny and, and something a little bit newer for me, but I have this connection with animals, ah. <laughs> primarily dogs, but I can be walking and every dog that I see, if I make eye contact with that dog, the dog is pulling its owners over to me. It's the most, it's kind of like this game every day that I, but what it's done during COVID is that that has given me an opportunity to have connections with people that that might be the only connection for that day. But that walking around this lake, there's this constant connection, not only with dogs, but with their owners. I mean, it's, it's been fascinating, fascinating. Um, so, I mean, there's, there's just so many different things. Um, tapping is something that I've used in the past as well. Um, you know, where you're actually tapping or touching different meridians on your face on your head, um, et cetera, that helps to reduce stress um, and institute focus. So there's just, I mean, I, I have a little story about tapping and, and folks, if you haven't ever heard of tapping, it's like she said, you're tapping your meridians. It's um, crown and eyebrow temple, yeah. um, cheek under the nose, under the chin. Yes. And the clavicle, it, your, your yeah. chest. And um, there's other places too, but that's the primary cycle that you go through. And a few years ago, I don't remember, just all of a sudden I had this, oh, it's also called the emotional freedom technique. Yes. Um, but um, uh, I had this pain in my ankle. I think it was my right ankle. And it just popped up and it was like there for a couple of weeks or something. And I was like, what is this? Because I know metaphysics. I So, you know, mm-hmm. I got out my Louise, hey, you can heal your life book. And I looked up the ankle and looked up pain and and so it was telling me about, and it was my right side. So it was masculine. It was moving forward. And mm-hmm. it was just telling me what, you know, what some of the emotion yes. characteristics might have been that I created, because I know you create pains and illness in your body. I lived it for 40 years um, and now don't. So mm-hmm. um, because of my mindset change, but I thought, okay, well, I'm going to tap on this. So I did a few rounds of tapping, tapping, and, and it was like that pain just went away and it had been there for two weeks. Yeah. So, uh, whatever I was clearing in my emotions and my thoughts and my energy field, it just released it. And I never, I never had that pain afterwards, but for about two weeks, I had this weird yeah. pain in my ankle. And um, so I, I know, I know it works. It does. I, I had a very similar situation where I woke up one morning, just, I must've slept wrong or something. And I had horrible pain in my neck and my shoulders. Mm. And I started tapping and by the next day yes. it was gone. Yes, yes, yes. So. There's so much, there's so much to that energy and, you know, and, um, and for me too, focusing on well-being, not so much healing because healing does have a um, subtle negative energy to it because you're, you're healing from something you have Mm. rather than simply acknowledging the well-being that your body knows how to do. And if you'll get out of the way with your doubt or your worries about this little thing that's come up or whatever, um, and focus on thanking your body for the well-being it knows. And, and as you, you know, meditate or allow your intuition to flow, as you deep breathe, you're, mm-hmm. you're calling life force yes. that is creating that well-being in your body. So there's a lot of these subtle energy movements that I know yes. Lori practices 
So, um, yeah. Well, and I, I think the, the other thing that I've noticed um, is that as I am focused on my own being and becoming and my own spiritual journey, I am definitely attracting coaching clients Ooh. that are in that same mindset and, and doing similar things. Um, and so what it has done is it's also given me then that opportunity to bring all of myself, all of my skills, all of my talents, including my spirituality, my use of my intuition, my use of my Oracle cards. I mean, just everything to those coaching conversations. And then my clients are getting the benefit of that as well. And I'm seeing amazing transformation in them. Wow. I know you work a lot with people's essence. Can you just give us yes. a brief explanation of what, what do you mean by people's essence? Yeah. Part of um, my coaching program was we learned a, a process called the essence conversation. And um, it's really helping people to take a look at where they are in their own comfort zone. And their comfort zone includes things like your fears, your feelings, your um, kind of perfect moments, your um, self-defense mechanisms. And, and typically most of us live on a daily basis kind of in that self-defense mechanism place mm -hmm. until we learn that there's a different place to come from, which really does include our, our being. Um, but so what I do is that I, I help, um, individuals come up with really five words that describe or summarize their authentic self or their essence. Mm. And part of that also comes from them asking people who are close to them a question. And so it's a fascinating process. It's, it's, mm. um, just a process that I think people learn a lot about themselves because mm -hmm. many times we have blind spots. And so we might see ourselves very differently than, than someone else might. Um, but once you know your essence or your true self and you show up that way every day, your life can change. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, so what are like, what are some of the words that people get? Well, what do you mean by essence? Like okay. what kind of words are you talking yes. about? Yes. So um, things like mine is harmony, power, source, glow, and heart. Ooh. That's my essence. Um, I recently completed um, an essence conversation process with someone and some of hers were integrity, love, curiosity. I'm trying to think some of the other ones, but it's just, it's, it, it's taking a combination of feedback and my own intuitive sense about that person. Yes. And, you know, designing five words, they're always nouns. Um, because a noun helps with who you are and who you are being. Yeah. I like that. I like that. It's not just like an, an attribute. It's actually right. a noun. Right. I yeah. love that. I, and I know some people have actually gone and taken that, those essence words and incorporated them into their marketing materials for their business and, and things like that. So that's a really good idea. Yeah. I would think that would help with like even branding and yes, you know, mm -hmm. for, for, because on the flip side, again, that's probably going to be what attracts. Yes. You because they, they may have something similar or have a, a part of that that's being mm -hmm. geared to them mm -hmm. that attracts them. Yes. Yeah. Because they may have, part of that essence or they yes may. yes because you always recognize I mean the things that to me you know the qualities and you know probably the essence of somebody that's like our hero somebody we look up to mm. admire that we 
so mm -hmm. admire their qualities and who they are and their core values. And um, I, you know, I think we recognize those most because it's actually mirroring back to us what we already have inside and maybe we yes. haven't even considered it. Yes. You know, yes. that there's oh, some kind of connection, right? Yeah. There's a connection. There's an understanding. There's a curiosity about it. There's yeah. It's an alignment. Yeah. Yeah. Because so many times, you know, we got the mean girl inside that's going, you know, <laughs> it's so critical. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I could see that, you know, how to know your essence would be very valuable because I love writing. I am statements. Yes. You know, so, uh, that's part of my, my, um, spiritual practice mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. I like to do because it just makes me feel so much better. And, you know, if I'm starting to go in a slump, I could go, but mm -hmm. wait, who am I? Oh, yes. So, yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like that. So would you like to tell us anything more about, you know, either incorporating spiritual practices or being or becoming anything you would like to talk about? I think, I mean, I guess what I would say is I believe that the focus on understanding who you currently are being and what your aspirations are, and then putting into practice activities, processes to help you to get there is really worth the time and the effort. Yes. And I think sometimes, you know, people just don't slow down enough mm. um, to consider it. And they live their life just almost on autopilot instead of really stopping and intentionally creating what it is that they want. And I know I, I can say that because I, I experienced that. Um, and I know lots of other people, you know, who have done the same thing. So if we don't initiate it, more than likely something yeah. <laughs> will, you know, happen um, to give us that opportunity. Yes. So I would say, don't wait. <laughs> you know? yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yeah, we just don't spend time because that's not the norm. The norm is to keep going, 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 yes. going, um, produce, produce, but yet um, we don't acknowledge who we are or what, what are our aspirations. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I love it that, you know, you turned that, you know, leaving that position mm. or being forced to leave that position, you know, uh, you didn't let that just... Um, throw you into such a panic, you spiraled downward, mm -hmm. you chose to take it and, and examine, okay, yeah. start asking questions, the curiosity mm -hmm. that you talked about. Um, yeah. To use that to your benefit and your growth. Yes. Yeah. Instead of, so do you have that with a lot of clients? Are they also going through like, a, you know, a big evolutionary step or something? Well, it's fascinating because, I mean, I have, all my clients are women. Um, all of them are professionals in some way. Some of them are actually leaders who have people reporting to them. Mm -hmm. um, but they all are at a certain point in their life, whether they're in their early 30s or the early 70s, which is the age range that they yeah. span right now. Um, they're all evaluating how they spend their time, how they spend their energy, and are they making the impact that they really want? Ooh. And so there's something that they're questioning about, not necessarily that something's missing, but they're not 100% fulfilled. Yeah. And so it's kind of that, that exploration, you know, to find out what is it, or what is it that they want, you know, to do differently? Yeah. Yeah, I think we, we definitely, there's, there's times in our lives when we need to take stock of 
what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, even like for myself, you know, moving out of the mindset of, you know, victimhood or, you know, I'm just a sickly, I must just be a sickly person, you know, not knowing at that time for so many years, understanding yeah. that I was just, I was just standing in the way of my well being mm-hmm. and my body couldn't receive its right. natural flow of well being. I was putting up a block, a barricade Mm. by my energy and my attitudes and my thoughts. And then to start coming into, you know, hearing about mindset and the importance of it and what it does energetically. Yeah. Just, just opened me to alternative thinking, thinking, well, now what else do I need to examine? (laughs) What other beliefs have I been? It's like you said, it's, it's, you know, I used to be a religious person. I had a thread of spirituality, but now I am totally a a spiritual person. And if I follow religious beliefs, it's only because it's in support of the, the spirituality I already enjoy. Right. Because there were so many that I learned the dogmas is the rules of the church that don't support me. And so Mm. I let them go by the way and um, installed the beliefs and the, the, you know, I had my inner truth, you know, I have access just as much as any minister or guru, or I have my inner source. So that truth Mm -hmm. is in me. So yes, I, I love that you, again, just talk about it as a spiritual journey. It's not a one and done. No, no. And I think Marianne, you know, when I said that I'm really on this path or this mission to kind of demystify it, Mm -hmm. it's having these kinds of conversations to say, well, what is it and what do we do and what we're doing to support our becoming is normal, natural kinds of things Mm -hmm. that anyone can begin doing. Absolutely. And then just, you know, being ready mm-hmm. <laughs> for, you know, the, the growth and the changes that are going to happen in your life is the other piece of it. Um, because sometimes, you know, what we need to do is evaluate, you know, are the people that we're spending time with the right people? Um, is the job that we have the right job? Um, are we living in an environment that is in alignment? And sometimes the hard answers are no, <laughs> you yeah. know, and then we need to, you know, to make some changes to support that. Mm-hmm. Can you also touch a little bit? Cause I know you're very intuitive also <clears throat> trying to just give us a little bit of an idea about how you use your intuition or how does it speak to you mm-hmm. in your yeah. body, in your thoughts? Yes download however yeah speaks to you because that's a huge subject on this show and it is (laughs) well it is and and I think intuition is key to spirituality that's what I believe um there for a long time I was not paying attention to my intuition Mm -hmm. um And I, over the last year, (laughs) have realized why that was the case. And and that is for me, in my body, where I feel my intuition is like right between underneath my ribs and right above my belly button. So Mm -hmm. it's that kind of area in my body. That's where I get the signals for my intuition. Kind of the solar plexus. Yeah. Yeah, Kind of like, it's really more kind of like your midsection, oh, if you, if you okay. will, kind of like between your belly button and, and your ribs. Okay. Got that you. section right there. But when I was growing up and for many years, probably 20 some years, um, I was dealing with anorexia and part of my illness was control. And part of that was to control my intake, control all kinds of things. And so part of the control was not allowing myself to feel hunger. Well, hunger 
fits in that area. So I was numb in that area for many, many, many years. And they were things I think that my intuition was trying to tell me and I couldn't recognize it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so now it's amazing, you know, that that is where my intuition speaks to me. And it's very loud before it was this little whisper trying to get my attention that didn't work. Um, And so I think, you know, again, for someone to understand where in their body their intuition speaks to them is important because it could be different for every person. Oh, absolutely. But it's such a gift. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and and again, my intuition. To me, our inner being is who we are. Our intuition is their communication to us. Yes. So yes. that that's kind of the play on inner mm-hmm. being versus intuition versus mm-hmm. because a lot of times we interchange those words but yes intuition is the communication it is um yes of what our inner being is is um, trying to communicate so yeah yeah so i was wondering if you would talk to us a little bit about you know how people can work with you or sure something that they can I know you've got a book that's come out. Um, yeah. I know yeah. you have another book coming out. Yeah. The best way for, for people to reach out to me is through LinkedIn um, or through my email address. Um, and I know sometimes, Marion, you give offers to people. So there's also, um, you know, if, you know, let's say the first five people who listen to the podcast and would want to have a free signed book and companion journal for the Transformation 2020 book. Um, I would love to be able to provide that to the first five people who say that they heard about it through this podcast. And and let me tell you all, um, Transformation 2020 book is an anthology that is yes. produced through uh, Ladies Power Lunch, a group that Lori and I both belong to. And if you ladies are looking for mm. a group where each member, we intentionally support one another and look for collaborating with one another to improve and, in, uh, improve and increase our impact and our income. This group is phenomenal. It's a very active Facebook group. Um, There's so much that you can tap into and you can speak to Lori or I or just go to Ladies Power Lunch on Facebook. And their website is ladiespowerlunch.com. So so this Transformation 2020 book is, is it 20 or 25 chapters? There's 20. 20 women entrepreneurs authored a chapter. Yeah. Yeah. And and it was talking about transformation. Yeah. It was talking about each person's own personal transformation and then how they are using those learnings to support and help others. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then the next book that's coming out again, another anthology through ladies power lunch, it's called um, success in any season. Oh, that will be good. And that will be coming out March or April um, of this year. And um, that's the one that I'll have the chapter that's called Being and Becoming a Spiritual Journey. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. So um, you said either on LinkedIn and is it your name, Lori Raggio? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Lori Raggio. And I will have this, of course, in the description of the podcast um, and your um how they can get a hold of you, your email. Okay. And what is your website again? It's inspiregreatnesscoaching.com. Inspire. 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 So I appreciate you being here today. I so, so love this conversation. Did you want to say anything else? Did you want to teach us anything else? Give us little nuggets of gold that we can Um, I guess the the last thing that I would like to say is 
something that I've heard and many, many of us have heard, but I really believe at this point is that our intuition is the voice of our soul. Yes. I couldn't agree with that more. Yeah. Like I said, it, our soul, our inner being, our inner source, whatever you call your, your inner eternal part of you, that broader eternal perspective. Yes, our intuition is that voice. Mm -hmm. You know, and, mm -hmm. and the thing is, it's a relationship because yes. you have to develop a relationship with your inner being for you to hear the voice. Yes. And it's not an audible. We're not talking about, woo, woo, you know, audible <laughs> voice. We're right. talking about that inner knowing, that gut feeling, like Lori mm -hmm. was saying, where she feels it in her body, um, you know, or there's an animal spirit, like the puppy dog she's talking about. <laughs> there's all these messages, oracle cards, uh, affirmation cards. Um, mm -hmm. Even when you're in meditation or you're just in quiet appreciation of nature, you may get a download of new ideas or thoughts. That is the voice of our inner being. That's our intuition, yeah. right? Did you yes. agree? Yeah. yeah. And it's definitely be different. And you know what? It even changes for me according to, I think, what I'm available to hear, mm. being in a receptive mode because I'm in appreciation or gratitude or, um, you know, I've got, I've said, I am open and willing to hear what do you have for me mm. and ask. Yes. <laughs> not because you don't ask. Yeah. You yeah. can ask and expect an answer, but you have to be in stillness. You can't be running your mouth. You can't have a lot of distractions. And this is why Lori and I both spend time in meditation. Mm. You know, you have to quiet that crazy chatter because they say we have 60,000 to 80,000 thoughts a day. Right, right. You even bring that <laughs> down into a 15, 20 minute, I set my timer for 20 minutes for meditation. That's still a lot of thoughts in those 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, very true. Yeah, very true. But you have to quiet because the, the point of meditation what I teach, the point of meditation is that you're, it's a practice in focusing your thoughts because mm -hmm. you're either focusing maybe on an ambient sound or your breath, breath work, but it's to quiet your thoughts so that you also quiet the resistance thoughts. Yes. The doubts, the worries, the fears, the, I want it, but, you know, kind of attitude. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, uh, you know, as you quiet those resistant thoughts, then things can get through. That still small voice of our intuition can get through. Hmm. Marion, I always love talking to you. Um, I think we always walk away with something that we've learned and just kind of this, I don't know. It, it's just, it's an, it's an enjoyable conversation every single time. So it thank is. you. It is. And I so appreciate you. I appreciate your work. Y'all contact Lori. If you don't remember her, just contact me. You know where to find me. I'm always here on the podcast. I'm at marianpeck.com. There's ways to work with us. And again, this is the perfect time to be coaching. You know, we are getting ready to launch our... Um, coaching concierge website, our, our membership. And we are inviting these beautiful coaches to be on the platform in the directory so that we can connect you with the perfect coach for this season of your life. Mm -hmm. And uh, we really want you to, um, you know, come in there and find your coach, Lori among them. There are so many beautiful transformational coaches and this is your time. This is your time to be and becoming mm -hmm. and your spiritual journey will be so enhanced, which will of course spill over into all the goodness that life brings you because we still are human beings. 
you know, we want things, don't we? We like yes. goodies, yeah. don't we? <laughs> we like to manifest things because we are still physical and non-physical beings. So I thank you, Lori. Do you have one more last nugget of gold for us? And then we're going to say goodbye. Um, I would just say to, you know, to trust yourself. Yes. I mean, if you're feeling the um, curiosity or the, the urge to look at your life differently, mm-hmm. trust that it's time to do that and to ask for other people to help you. Absolutely. Yes, I wouldn't be where I am today if I hadn't asked back in Mm -hmm. 1993 in a health food store because Mm. I was dying from the drugs and the disease. So, you know, you have to ask. That was my one step forward. And it opened up a world of well-being that I had never known. And then to years later, learn about mindset transformation. Oh my gosh. When the peace and the well-being <laughs> kicked in, it's like, woohoo. I didn't know life could be happy and joyful like this. Yeah. So, um, I love yeah. it. I love that you all have joined us. Thank you for listening. Be sure to like, and give us a five-star review on this podcast. If you are so inclined and subscribe so that you don't miss any of our episodes. Um, please visit our website, mariannepack.com for all of our services. And um, if you would like to be on the wait list for the uh, coaching concierge membership, um, I'm not sure when this will air. So it could already, the doors could already be open. But if you would like to contact me at mariannepack.com, there's a form there that you can just, a little email form, you can shoot me an email and, and ask to be put on that list or let you know when it the doors open on that. So I would love you all. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Lori. I so appreciate you. You're welcome, Marianne. Thank you. And remember, you are joy looking for a way to express. <laughs>